Hello. We are excited that you have decided to join us today via our podcast. There are other ways you can join. You can watch us live on Facebook, YouTube, and Roku under the Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries or on our website at www.mtdm.org. You can also join us in the sanctuary at 401 North Wright Street, Bergaw, North Carolina, 28425, every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you would like to give a donation, you can go to our website and click the donation button at www.mtdm.org. To bring it on, amen? And we'll be here to cheer you on. To God be the glory. Tonight I'm going to present to you two more um, names of God and as I, um, after I go over this, like I said, the ones that did not come forward can come forward on tonight. Tonight, I want to talk about Jehovah Rapha. And I believe some of us know him well. It is the Lord who heals. The Lord who heals. And this is in Exodus 15, verse 26. And it says, And said, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. So Jehovah Rapha is the God who heals. So when we're going through in our body, what we have to remember is God is our healer. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is the God that healeth us. So when we know who he is, we can call on him and we can begin to thank him and say, God, I thank you that I'm already healed outside of how my body feel outside of what it looked like or it may appear to be. You are my healer. You are Jehovah Rapha. We look in Psalms 147.3. It says he heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. So God don't only heal us physically. He heals us physically, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. He heals us all the way around. He is the Lord that heals us. So you can call on him for healing and know that you are already the healed of the Lord. God is just such a good, good father. He's an awesome God. He knows what we need. He knows when we need it. And we need to give him glory knowing that he is who he says that he is. Amen. So he is Jehovah Rapha. He is our healer. And then the other scripture um, is Psalms 103 verse 3. It says, who forgives all our iniquities, who heals all our diseases who forgives all our iniquities who heals all our diseases God is our healer it said who forgives all our iniquities meaning that he has forgiven our past present and future sins that's all of them who heals all our diseases no matter what disease pop up even the ones that's unknown God is already healed 
God has already delivered. It said he sent his word and he has healed us. We know that Psalms 107.20. So it's healing throughout the whole um, Bible. So when you're going through in your body, you have to remember who he is. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is your healer. We don't wait on him to heal us we should know that we already heal this is why we command healing we don't beg god for healing if you ever hear someone say well if it's his will he'll he will heal me that's not scripture it is always god's will to heal if you hear somebody praying and and begging well lord if it's your will you can heal well lord come by here if you can and heal you don't want to accept that type of prayer because God has already done everything he need to do for us to be healed. So that's Jehovah Rapha. The scriptures I went over again. It is Exodus 15, 26. Psalms 147, 3. And Psalms 103, verse 3. And I threw in one Psalms 107, verse 20. Jehovah Rapha. The next name I want to go over is Jehovah Nisi. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is our banner. Now, when we look at Exodus 17, verse 10 through 16, it reads, Exodus 17, verse 10 through 16 reads, So Joshua did as Moses said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Ur went up to the top of the hill. And so it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands became heavy so that they took a stone and put it under him and he sat on it. And Aaron and Ur supported his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Then the Lord says to Moses, Write this for a memorial in the book and recount it in the hearing of Joshua, that I would utterly blot out the remembrance of the Amalek, this is the Amalekites, from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called it its name, the Lord is my banner. For he said, because the Lord has sworn, the Lord would have war with Amalek from generation to generation. So what was going on, as long as Moses' hands were held up, They were defeating their enemies. But when he dropped his hands, then the enemies were defeating him. So what um, Ur and Aaron did, they held up his hands. And as long as his hands were held up, then the battle was already won. So when the Bible said the Lord is our banner, what that means is when they would go to war, they would have a banner. And that banner would represent what um, country they were from, what they represented that country so Moses when he held up his hands that represented that the Lord was fighting on their behalf they were up under God's direction they were up under the power of God and this is why in his hands too that rod God had that rod Moses had that rod long as it was lifted up they were prevailing because it represents God's power it represents his authority so that's why Moses said the Lord is our banner because when his hands was lifted up it was like he was waving that banner you know in the midst of the people letting them know the battle was already won and then we have to look at it this way too 
when Moses was tired, Moses was their leader, and he was getting tired. He had two that was Aaron and Ur, and they were holding up his arms. This is prayer. So in prayer, um, people get tired. You know, they feel as if they can't make it. But the Bible tells us in Matthew eighteen twenty, for where two or three are gathered in my name, gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. So if a person is getting tired in prayer and you come in and another person and begin to pray on their behalf, it's giving them strength. It's lifting them up. It's helping them out. And this is what Ur was doing and this is what um, Aaron was doing. They were helping Moses out in this battle so this battle could be won. So don't take prayer lightly when you have leaders. You should always pray for your leaders. You should always ask God to give them strength so they can continue to do what God has called them to do. Remember, where two or three come together in his name, God is in the midst of them. And that is why the Lord is our banner. Amen. So those were the two names tonight, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord is our healer, Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is our banner. So those are the two. I will go over these again. Remember, I go over twice, and then I'm going to do two more. Then when I go over all those, the last two, you're going to have four more names. But in the midst of it, you will be coming up, as usual, and talking about these names beginning next Tuesday, if it's the Lord's will. Amen. So who's ready to come up and present on tonight with all, wait one second, wait one second. Who haven't taken their test? Brother Terry, Quisha is taking hers now. Okay, I need for y'all to leave out because she's getting ready to present and what she's presenting on, y'all will be able to hear it, right? It's, yeah. Can you get them next door, Sister Nice? Yeah. Y'all have to go next door and take the test. We don't give out answers. Anybody that has not taken the test, you need to go next door and take the test. Shouldn't take you long. Okay, wait one second, because I think um, Kimberly, Kim got to take her test, too. Okay, so she's going to have to go next door, too, so hold off just one second. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. We thank God for being on one accord so we can hold up each other's hands, huh?
Okay. Tisha, you going next door too, baby? Okay, you good. Oh, you coming up here to talk. Praise Jesus. Come on. Yeah, come on. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, Pastor talked about Adonai. And Adonai is my, is my Lord and my, my God, my master. He's my owner. Um, according to Psalms 8.1, how David um, referred to him as Lord. And we know that he's Lord with the big L. Because he's Lord of Lord, King of Kings. And then we have the small L. Every time you see L in the small case, that's referring to like um, when somebody's married to someone or they just give an honor to someone they call him lord like in respect way but um respectful way but we call him lord with the big l because he is our lord he's our master adonai he's my owner it's personal and um we talked about um uh elroy which is the guy who sees and he knows according to um genesis 16 13 um, God sees everything that I go through in my life he knows even when I can't even articulate what I want to say he already knows he already sees his eyes are on us and that gives me comfort because as we serve Jehovah which we serve El Roy or El Roy Roy people pronounce it differently but I say Roy and um, so he he sees and he knows everything and that and that's so comforting for me to know that, and then also um, uh, Jehovah El Shaddai, he is our God, more than enough, according to um, Genesis 17 and 1, how God told Abraham that he were, Abram that he would multiply him uh, greatly, and uh, so he's our God, more than enough, he's the many-breasted one, God, God um, when I think about Jehovah El Shaddai, I'll, I'll make, think about Jehovah um, Rapha, I mean not Rapha, excuse me, Jehovah Jireh, because he gives us, he gives me more than enough in our life, God gives us more than enough, we, um, God is so good, and we, he, I know him as Jehovah El Shaddai, the many-breasted one, the God of more than enough, and then he's, um, like I said, Jehovah Jireh, um, I know him as Jehovah Jireh in my life, and whenever I need him in that whatever area I need God in, that's what I, who I call. If I'm in need of something, I say Jehovah Jireh, and I'm, I, I speak the scriptures. And one of them that Apostle went over is the Lord Psalm 23, that the Lord is my shepherd, and I tell him I shall not want because you're Jehovah Jireh, you're the God who provides, you're my provider, and God always shows Himself mightily and shows Himself strong in these names, in his names, which describes his uh, characteristics. Amen. Amen. I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about Elroy, that's his name? Mm-hmm. Okay. The God that who sees me. Um, she came from Genesis chapter well I get it mixed up Genesis is it Genesis 16 mm-hmm. 16 13 and um, 
also was talking about how he see us through our afflictions, what we go through, what people take us through. And that that's how I see God. See God, I'm sorry. <clears throat> when you go through a lot of things, <clears throat> excuse me. When you go through a lot of things, that's how you have to see God, the God that sees me. He's no know, he knows all about me. Amen. He knows what I go through. Amen. <clears throat> a lot of us go through a lot of things in our life and sometimes we shut God out when we go through things and we don't want to open our mouth, but we have to open our mouth and we have to pray. And we got to say, God, you sees me, you hear me, you see what I'm going through, you see what people are taking me through. And I look at the things I go through, it makes you stronger. Amen. A lot of y'all don't know, I have a daughter, Jagayla. She's been sick since she was 13. And 2018, she had COVID two times. And the devil tried to take her out. Her oxygen was 60 and to see all that at home she going through them then my other daughter freaking out then i'm trying to stay calm and the paramedics paramedics there and they was like oh no she's her she's dropping she, she's turning cold i began to pray and i said no not my daughter i call apostle we getting to pray but god sees and he knows all things and my favorite song i like to play is jesus by shekinah glory and i begin to play that song in the house and things begin to change and you got to speak the word over your over your life over your children over your family members over your enemies and know god that he sees you another one we talked about el shaddai and um it's a god of all-knowing all-sufficient all-powerful He's my everything. And uh, I was going to the mailbox. I know a lot of times people, I place my hands on the mailbox. I say, Lord, I thank you for blessings. But I heard God says um, in Philippians, wait, Philippians 4 and 8. Now, what's the four and six? Be anxious for nothing, Mm -hmm. but do prayer and supplication. I heard God's voice so clear. And I'll tell you, last week I got a check in the mailbox it was unexpected and i want to thank god for that and then another we went over was jehovah jireh my my provider and that through the check not only through the check but i'm saying he's a provider and the scripture was i'm gonna get a different one philippians 4 19 my god shall supply all my needs according to my riches in glory and then what was the other i'm waiting on you um, we had, I only did three. So I did El Shaddai, El Roy. I think you did all of them. I did? I thought you did. Oh, okay, I'm finished. <laughs> oh, Adonai. <laughs> my Lord, my master, my owner. And that's how I see God for real. Like, he's, I'm like, he's the only one can own me. Because I, sometimes I have control of myself. I don't <laughs> want nobody controlling me. So uh, that's the only person controlling me. So I see him as my, and that came from Genesis 15. Amen. Finish. Amen. Amen. Even though I was nervous um, coming up here, God, like she was saying last week, just open your mouth and he will feel it. God told me that a long time ago, 21, uh, 2021. He was like, Tisha, I just want you to open your mouth. Because I always like, I don't know if y'all know this. Uh, you know how Moses was. He said, I'm not eloquent. I don't see myself. 
as that. So I'm just like, Lord, I don't know if they're going to be able to accept me. I don't sound right, but it's not up to me. It's not That's about right. me. It's all about God. But he say, open your mouth and he'll feel it. Amen. talked about Adonai, he's Lord and Master, and that comes from Psalms 8.1. And we talked about El Rohi, he's the one who sees us, and that comes from Exodus Exodus 3.7. And um, El Shaddai, he's almighty and all-powerful, comes from Genesis 17.1. And we talked about Jehovah Jireh, he's our provider, it comes from Matthew 6.30-33. And I know he's a provider because before I came off my full-time job, I asked him, I said, Lord, please um, let me be able to go to two days a week so I can be with my daughter before I go to work because I work 12-hour nights and make sure she has all her homework done and I can do what I need to do. And I said, I don't want nothing missing, nothing broken, and I want to be able to um, make sure I still pay my tithes and stuff for church. And that happened. So some of you don't know, um, December of last year, I came off my job of 30 and a half years, <laughs> of 30 and a half years, and I still have nothing missing, nothing broken, because I don't have a job this summer, and the devil's trying to say, you, you're not going to have what you need, but I know I'm always going to have, because he's my provider. Amen. Amen. Do we have anyone else after Brother Terry? Uh, I got to go to the top. I got to start with who is God. Uh, who is God? He is self-existent. Genesis 1-1. Um, how is uh, God manifest? How you know God manifests? That's uh, Romans 1, 18-20. If you look around, you see his attributes. He put it in you. So you look around. And you can see his attributes. And uh, defending your faith, defending the faith with the word of God. And uh, that would be First Peter 3.15. And uh, in defending your faith, you use the word of God what's in you. And you don't come up and get in an argument about it or uh, dispute, a dispute over it, over the, word, over the word of God. And uh, Elohim, if I pronounce it right, Elohim. Look at him. 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 Huh? Him. <laughs> Hold on, him. That's uh, Mr. Creator. That's Genesis 1 1. And again, he created. And Elion, the most high God. That's be Genesis 14 18. Uh, King, uh, King Chishizel, that he was a high priest. When he prayed, he prayed to the most high God. So did Moses. Uh, Moses. David, and there was another one. Hmm. Moses, David. Nebuchadnezzar? Hmm? Daniel with Nebuchadnezzar, is that the one you're looking for? Moses, David. Hmm. Anyway, I can't remember who the third one was. Okay, that was... um. And uh, disciples was followers of Christ. Followers of Christ and learners of Christ. And... Uh, 
Anani, that'll be um, 15, 1 and 2. Um, he's Lord and Master with the big L, not the little L. And uh, El Rohi is the God who sees. That'll be uh, Genesis 31, 42. God had seen uh, your afflictions. And uh, I got El Shaddai, which would be God Almighty, uh, God sufficient. And that'd be uh, Genesis 17, 1. It's one more by, I didn't get that one. Amen. Brother Terry went back where he, uh, we were previously because he wasn't here to do it. Just in case somebody was wondering why he went way back. Is there anyone else? I'm very nervous, but I'm up here. Okay, so what I learned in discipleship class was who is God? Me personally, I've been knew who God was, but. Selena, hold your mic up to your mouth so we can hear you, sweetie. I personally been knew who God was, but like coming to Bible study and meditating on the scriptures and stuff, I got a better understanding of, of him. You know, um, he's, he created everything with the purpose. Um, he's self-existence and, you know, and I also learned about, um, um, I'm nervous, so just keep bear with me. <laughs> um, how do we know that God exists? Um, he's not man. You can learn that in Numbers 20 through, Numbers 20 through, 23, 1. And um, one of my favorite scriptures that I learned on that was Hebrews eleven six. Um, it talks about, but without faith, it's, it is impossible to believe who he is. Um, for uh, who that comes to him, you know, must believe that he's a rewarder. You know, um, and you know, like me myself, there was like days where I went through like trials and tribulations in my life, and. Um, but, like, you know, I just had to leave everything at his feet and, you know, because you got to have that faith that he's going to make sure everything is, you know, okay. He's going to, you know, he's a, he's a way maker. I look at it as that. Um, I learned um, about defending our faith. Um, you know, the word is our sword and you got to. Um, just know, you know, be careful how you answer a fool. You got to come calm and humble. Um, and the names of God, um, Adonai, he's our Lord, our master, um, that's in Genesis 15, Elroy, um, he's the God that sees us, that's in Genesis 16, 13, and um, El Shaddai, he's um, God Almighty, and 
that's in Genesis 17, 1 through 2, and Jehovah Jireh, he's the Lord, well, yeah, the Lord will provide, um, and that's in Genesis, no, Psalms 23, 1, um, and yeah. Amen. In Clem, I learned that um, Adonai is the Lord when we see it in the Bible, it's a uppercase Lord, even though my husband want me to call him Lord, and he always say lowercase. Um, he is our master, he's our owner, and I, um, the scripture that um, we went over, Exodus 4, talking about Moses when he left, and um, God appeared to him and showed who he was, and he went back to Egypt. Um, we want, went over El Roy. El Roy means uh, he's the God that sees and the God that knows everything. And um, Genesis 16 talks about um, Hagar, how she called him El Roy because he saw her afflictions. And we went over El Shaddai. El Shaddai means God Almighty. He is um, all-sufficient. Um, he has everything that we need. And um, the scripture is John fifteen five, talking about he, um, we are the vine, he is the branch. And that's where we get our nourishment from. That's where we get our source from. That's who we're supposed to go to for everything. And um, um, Jehovah Jireh, he is our provider. And um, Psalms 23, 1 talks about our Lord. He is our shepherd. He's the one that leads and guides us. He's who takes care of us. He will provide for us. And I got to say this. I rushed to get here. I did all I could do to get here. I was so excited because I felt like I knew the scriptures. <laughs> and I ran a red light, y'all. And it wasn't nothing but God that kept me in sky. Because I'm trying to get online and hear what scriptures and um, new names so I can be where I'm supposed to be when I get here and I won't be behind but God is so faithful, and he's so good, and he take care of us because he shielded Sky and I when I ran that light because we had a red light, and it was cars supposed to be coming. And I just thank God for that. Then I get over there and take the test and realize, hold up, I don't even think I put a scripture down for El Shaddai. I was rushing so much trying to get in here, but I need to calm myself down because mm -hmm. I could have stayed home and watched it. But I wanted to be here. I wanted to be with everybody. But anyway, I just had to say that God is good. Amen. Amen. I think that's everybody, right? I want to say this. How does it make you guys feel when you know what people are talking about? When they begin to say these scriptures, you know they're on point. How does that make you feel? 
because you can follow through the word of God and know, yeah, that is right. That is what the words say. That's why it's so important that we get in the word. So when somebody is speaking something, we can say, I don't agree with that. No, I can't bear witness with that because the Holy Spirit is not going to testify to lies. He's only going to testify to the truth. So how do you know someone is not telling you the truth concerning Jehovah Jireh, concerning the names of God, if you don't go back and get those names for yourself? You can't just repeat somebody because they're repeating it and it's in your head. Because if it's not in your heart, then it's not doing you any good. Because when you get ready to call on him, you want to call from deep within what you have planted on the inside of you. And that's when your babies start leaping. And that's when you're in trouble. You can really call on those names to know he is here with me. He said he'll never leave me or forsake me. I don't know about you. My baby be leaping. When I hear y'all talk the word, I'm like, that's right. That's where that's coming from. Amen. So it's putting us in agreement with each other. And you want to be in agreement and you want to be on one accord. And that's how you know God is in the midst. Okay. I was getting kind of sad. I thought you forgot me. <laughs> okay. Um, the first one is um, Adonai, Lord and Master. Um, I use the scripture, John thirteen thirteen, and it says, you call me Master and Lord. And so I use that one because we call him Master and our Lord. And I know him as my master and my Lord for several years. And also we talked about Jehovah Jireh, our provider. He's been a provider for me over and over and over again. And so when I look at, they really, really mean something to me. They are, they mean a lot to me because it's the essence of who he is. He's my provider. And one of the scriptures that apostle gave was Psalm 78. And that's when God gave the people in the wilderness manna to eat because they didn't have anything. They were like, we were just out. They were out there. And God provided for them. He rained manna down from heaven when it was naturally to the natural eye. There's nothing here but desert. And he provided for them. And then El Roy, he sees. So God sees everything. He sees you. He sees me. He sees what we don't see. One of the scriptures that I was thinking about when I was looking, you know, pondering over the names was how this is like from um, First Samuel chapter two when it was talking about the sons of Eli. Now, this he saw what they were doing. They thought they were getting away with what they were doing, but they weren't. You know, they were calling sons of Belial. They were doing all type of foolishness, and God saw them. And I think they thought that because they weren't getting the judgment right away that God didn't see them, but he saw them. And eventually, you know, you know, the story, they did get judged. They, you know, lost their lives in battle. And so when I looked at that, you know, um, Roy, that's what came to my mind. God sees the good, the bad, and the ugly. He sees it all, you know, so we just have to continue to give ourselves to him in every area. And then, 
The last one is El Shaddai and All Sufficient One. That right there, it really speaks to me because he's sufficient. He's everything that we need. We really don't need anything else but God. And because if we have him, then we have everything that we need. And then like Apostle has been preaching about, just let it come up out of you. You know, it's already in you. Speak it out. And the scripture was um, 2 Corinthians 12, and it says that his grace is made perfect in our weakness. So when we feel like we're weak and we're not strong, that's when his grace shows up. So that's what I have. Amen. Amen. Before we close, is there anyone through all these names that we went over that you would like to share one name that helped you through something that you went through? Anyone? Have anyone really truly experienced these names personally? Not just by saying them, but you have personally experienced these names that we went over. Come on, Jennifer. You got one too? Kawisha, you can come up too after Jennifer. Uh, let's see. I guess it's been a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know how you get your you get paid and you do your bills and all that, and it was like, God, I was a little bit short. It's like, man, don't let this person that I buy my hay from, normally when he delivers it, I mail him a check. And a lot of times you don't ever know how long he's going to cash it, a week from now or five months from now. And so, but I don't like to depend on that, you know. So I, I was a little bit short, and I was like, okay, God, you're my provider. And so I stopped over to, um, I don't even remember what day it was. Anyway, I stopped over to um, Attic Memories, and I'm always dropping stuff off over there. And she said, you want, to, you want me to see if you got any money? I was like, yeah, you know. I'm tickled if it's nine or ten bucks, right? And so she said, you got $30. I was like, glory because <laughs> it was just it was actually a little bit more than i needed to make sure that everything was covered so i didn't have a check bounce or anything so god's a provider and i'm like lord it was right on time because i said there wasn't nothing in no other bank account that i was scrambling for so thank amen. god for that amen Um, so the name that I like, have experienced is Jehovah Jireh. Um, and it was one day, like last, two weeks ago, I think, I was in a grocery store and um, I was like, um, have my last little bit of money before my paycheck. So we needed something to eat that night. And so I think we just decided to do sandwiches because it's a little, not like, don't cost a lot. So I was in, went in food line and getting the stuff for the sandwiches and like adding up as I'm putting the stuff in the cart. And this guy um, had came where I was at and he was like, "What your fam- what's your family eating tonight? So I was like, we just eating sandwiches, something quick and cheap. And he was like, that sounds good or whatever. So I was still like shopping and I got in. No, I think he said he was going to pay for my groceries. And I was like, no, um, you don't have to do that. So I went to the cash register to try to get there, like, before he got there. And he ended up coming right behind me. 
and I was starting to bring my stuff up. And he was like, what you doing? I was like, about to check out. He was like, no, I told you I got it. And I was like, no, like, I'm going to pay for my groceries. And then another lady beside me, um, she was like, ma'am, let him pay for your um, groceries. Um, like, receive that blessing. And then, so I was like, you know, okay, let me put my prize aside. And so he, um, like, paid for my stuff. And then I left. Um, but I was like, okay, God, like, you know, I know that's you, like, but it was just like, I don't know, it was, yeah, I just knew it was him, like, so I'm in the store literally, like, with just a couple dollars in my account, but we got dinner that night, and I just thank God for that, yeah. Amen. Jehovah Jireh. Come on, Pookie. You can't tell it like I can tell it. What he done for me? My um, my uh, name that I can reflect on is um, Elroy. Whenever um, I lost my mom and my uncles, um, I went into a, a like a deep depression or whatever. Didn't really want to be around people and stuff like that. And um, it got to the point where after a while, I just felt so, like, by myself, like, and I realized that um, he was putting me in a place so that I could see him that, that, so that he can speak directly to me. Um, and uh, I thank God for Elroy. Amen. Mm-hmm. I believe God has done a lot for all of us in here, but we have not, we don't know him by those names to know that that's him with that name. Hey, how's everybody doing tonight? Good. Good, good. This is Jamie Costin. And we know your that. Brother, your brother, Jamie Costin. <laughs> yes, I love you guys. And um, thanks for letting uh calling me up brother james to let me do this presentation so the four names uh start with adonai um you know how we reference god as lord and a scripture we can reference with that is psalms 8 1 and what better example to use than david i mean he he loved the lord with all of his heart no matter what he david went through a lot and David wasn't perfect, but he, I love how David's heart, you know, he recognized the Lord as his master. And next, uh, let's go to El Shaddai. And the scripture that's coming to my mind was Psalms 91. Um, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. Amen. So next, um, Uh, I was trying to save El Roy till last. So Jehovah Jireh, uh, the Lord is my provider. And what better scripture that we can, there's so many good ones, but Psalms 23 was coming to my mind. You know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And last but not least, El Roy, the God who sees me. And that's um, 
Genesis sixteen thirteen, where I believe Haggai was talking about, you know, God seeing her. And as I was listening to you guys tonight, the there was a song that was coming to my mind. Um, it goes uh, just a little piece of it. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. And that's it for me tonight, you guys. Amen. Y'all have a blessed night. Amen. Thank you, Brother James. Amen. Is that all? Oh, Gloria. Okay. And you can come up after Gloria. I want to say El Roe, the El Shaddai, and Jehovah Jireh. For the last um, two weeks, I've been in this class, and this class really was like really hard and messed my head up. So before the class got started, they was like they came to me and they said, Gloria, fill out an application to go to a work incentive practitioner so you could get certified and you'd be able to talk to people about their benefits, you know, the pros, the cons, all of that. And I said, well, okay, because the company didn't have, like, a benefits management management person. So I said, okay. So, but as I was filling it out, I said, well, do y'all know that you don't automatically fill out an application and then think you're going to go to the class? They have to choose you. They have to select you. So weeks beforehand, God already told me you will be selected for this class so I was selected and I got a scholarship to pay for it but I thought it was going to be easy but it was like real intense and then I had to stay in the office every day eight to five and I'm telling you I was tripping because I'm not used to just sitting still you know eight to five I'm used to being out but anyway it really messed me up every day I went home I was tired I was drained. Y'all, it really messed me up that the first Sunday I came to church, I forgot to pay my tithe. So I called Debbie. I said, Debbie, remind me to pay my tithe. And I went to church that Sunday, forgot to pay my tithe. So I paid my tithe Sunday. So y'all, seriously, I was like, Lord, I got the mind of Christ. You said that I was going to get in this class, so you know what I need. So you don't only have to take go through the class you have to take an exam, and then you have to do a case study. The exam is like a week long, and then a case study, they give us 90 days to do that. I'm like, God, this was not my choice. This was your choice. You see me. You see how I'm tripping. I'm going straight home. I ain't doing nothing but going to bed. I'm telling you, I was messed up. It was just so much information that I couldn't even contain it all. Y'all, it messed me up so bad. I forgot to pay my light bill. I forgot to pay my cell phone bill. I'm serious. I forgot to pay my rent. And y'all, I'm sitting there. I paid my tithe Sunday, and I'm getting home. And I said, I'm going to relax. I'm going to chill, whatever. And I remember, you ain't paid no rent. You ain't paid no light bill. You ain't paid nothing. 
And then a family member had called me like last week and asked me could I help them out. And I said, yeah, sure. And so I like loaned them $500. And then I realized, oh, you ain't paid your rent. You ain't paid your light bill. You ain't paid your cell phone. You ain't even paid your insurance. <laughs> I'm like, daddy, that class really messed me up. But you are El Roe. <laughs> you are the El Shaddai. You the all-sufficient one. You the breasty one. And you see me and you're going to provide. And I'm standing here today to tell you that he provided all my needs. And he saw my mind, and he was like, you got the mind of Christ. Amen. And he's going to give me the ability to pass that test, too. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I believe you coming up and honoring your word. All right. So the first name I was actually able to call on was Elroy. Um, like a day or two after we learned what, well, I learned what that name meant. Um, I had woke up early before work. Like I was like, okay, maybe I'm waking up early so I can get in the word about what we learned. And I was reading the scripture like on Elroy and something had happened. And like, as I was reading the scripture, it was like I was reading, but my mind was still like telling me, like, it made me feel defeated. Like I was just by myself. And then, like, someone told me, like, you're not learning about them names for nothing. Like, call on him. Like, believe that he is who he say he is. So I was like, okay, God, I'm going through, but you Elroy, so I know, like, you see, and I'm not by myself. So, like, before, like, before that, I just, like I said, I felt defeated. But after I began to call on that name, like, I had peace, like, and I knew that was him. And... Yeah, so, I, like, it put me in the mindset of, okay, cool, like, this going on right now, but I know you see, so I know it's not going to last, and, yeah. Amen. Amen. Come on, Nay. As they say, look at God. <laughs> God is manifesting itself. Jehovah Jireh. God that provides, he is my provider. So much I can say about him, but I ain't going to go all the way back because I give him glory and praise. But one thing that I will say, <clears throat> and I notice it, I have never, ever not had any daycare kids. I've been in daycare for 26 years. And people have come against me and put my name out there and try to talk against me to keep people from bringing the kids there. But it don't work because I don't look to people to get children. I look to God. Anytime I have an empty slot, I say, God, you send me who you want me to have. I remember one day last week, I had 10 children, opportunity to get 10 children in one day. If I lose a child in the next week, somebody's calling, and it's God. He provides. I remember way back when me and my husband separated, my children was 13, and I never forget Apostle saying, God revealed to her what was in my heart. 
what am I going to do? How am I going to pay for this? How am I going to pay for that? And the apostle said, God say you will not ever lose anything. Anything you will have more. And I have not. From the time I was 13, I've never had no mortgage problems, no light bills, no water bills. God provided. And he still provides. He provides. Mm. That's why I don't mind giving into the kingdom. Because I know God is going to take care of me. I don't mind giving to them. Because I know they're going to be there for me. No matter what, God will touch their hearts do for me and that's why anything come up in this church I'm going to give in to it I don't hesitate because I know that Jehovah Jireh is going to provide my every needs according to his riches and glory amen amen do we have anyone that want to say something before we close Going once, going twice. See, I knew it. Come on. Afia, better known as T. Amen. I just couldn't not say anything about the God who sees me. Saturday, I was getting ready to cut my grass. And... I, I, you're right. Mm. And so I went out there and took the cover off the lawnmower. And I checked, the, put my hand down there, checked the oil, got on the lawnmower, cranked it up, and my dog was whining. And I was like, dang, I got home late Friday. I didn't feed Mercy. So I said, let me, you know, I, I drove to the door, almost to the door, and I, because I, I, you know, feed my dog. Normally I'd have just started cutting grass, right? And I said, no, I got to feed my baby. So when I got off the lawnmower, I saw something hanging down by that long and black. And I said, is that what I think it is? So I went to the lawnmower and I pulled up the seat. Now, mind you, thank God it wasn't poisonous because the deck was all the way up. And it had access to me. I didn't have my combat boots on. I just had on regular sneakers. And I pulled the seat up and I said, oh, yeah, that's what I think it is. So I backed up and I said, I said, Othelia, God has not given you the spirit of fear. I told these snakes not to come in my yard. Right? So I said, but you, gotta, you, you have to move the lawnmower in order for him to come out. So I said, well, I know he's on the ground. So I got back on the lawnmower and I took off. And when I took off, he came out about that long, black snake. And I have some crepe myrtles at the side door that I was supposed to move a long time ago, but I didn't move them lazy, right? And that's what he got behind. So I'm like, dang, I'm going to get him out. So I called my cousin. And um, I said, Sean, you at work? She said, yeah. I said, she said, what's up? I said, I got a snake. You bring him out and I'll kill him. And so about six or seven minutes later, she came, and I'm leaning against the car. You know, I guess the snake was like, if you would move, if you would move, I could come out and leave. I'm like, no, 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 no. I have to kill you because you came on my property when I told you not to, so I have to kill you. So when Sean got there, she got him out, and, and she has a hoe and I have a hoe, and we chopping Mr. Snake. <laughs> and she said, girl, this is pitiful. We got two holes, and neither one of us can hit him. And so he went back. 
And so she got him out again. And this, she said, well, he was, he was looking at, she said, well, he looking at you. I said, yeah, cause I'm gonna kill him. And so when she, when he came out, he came directly towards me and I, I was chopping. I put a chopping on him. Sean said, well, there's no need for me to chop him because you already killed him. So I just, when she left, I put him at the edge of the yard. Well, not quite at the edge of the yard. I said, and I put gas on him to burn him, but he wouldn't burn all the way. So I left him there. I said, you know what? I'm going to leave you there. So every time I go around, I'm looking at you because I don't want to be afraid of you. I don't want to be afraid of snakes because I told him not to come on my property. So I would ride by and look at him. You're just a snake. I could be on the other side of the yard and I look over there at him. I say, you're just a snake. I'm not going to be afraid of you. But I thank God that God saw that. He knew the snake was under there. And he had mercy to whine so that I wouldn't cut grass because he knew that if I'm cutting grass and this snake come out on this lawnmower with me, I'm going to jump off, hurt myself, probably get ran over by the lawnmower. God already knew that. But I thank God for his protection and, and for me not being afraid because two years ago, one was in the house. I tell you, God is good. And he warned me about it. He let me see that one too. So God saw that and he protected me because I belong to him because he's my Lord and my master. Amen. Come on, Jeremy. <laughs> I want to say, Athea, next time you have a snake, you can call William Smith back there or Jennifer Porter. They'll help you out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just want to say um, that about Jehovah Roe, I, I, I've come to know the Lord and all in the capacities of his name, different names over the years, have testimonies. And in all of them, but tonight I just want to uh, talk about Jehovah Roy real quick because I got a letter in the mail that I need to go to jury duty. And um, I was so tired because I was working in the yard. I was so just exhausted. So I misread the letter. And I was supposed to, um, now mind you, if you don't follow instructions like you're supposed to, um, I was supposed to call that Friday and show up on Monday. I'm thinking I was supposed to call on Monday. So I didn't call on Friday. Monday came, and I realized that I was supposed to show up. So I called the number that they gave you. And mind you, if you don't follow instructions, and some of you probably know this, I don't know if you're being called jury duty. They say you get uh, go to jail, you have to pay a $1,000 fine and a year in jail or community service hmm. so <laughs> so um i called the number oh lord panic and i wrote rick up i said rick 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 and i told him what i discovered <laughs> so when i called i'm so glad jehovah roe sees and jehovah roe knows because when i called the number he they said we push it off to wednesday Say, thank you, Jesus. And then they want us to show up. You had possibly be on jury in, in, in federal court in Wilmington, drive there every day for um, about 11 days. I didn't want to do that. I'm so glad, glad God saw what I was going through. And they said, if you write an excuse after, before they may approve it, they may not. If you write it afterwards, you can email it, which is what I did they um, said, most, they talked in the letter, they were very thorough with everything. They said, normally they decline you if you do it after they tell you to do it. So I'm so glad Jehovah Roe sees that he knows. 
they said, you don't have to come. Don't worry about it. So God is good. And I didn't get locked up, people. Amen. <laughs> One more. Come on. Everybody getting happy tonight. So, yeah, I just have a quick one. Um, you know, little as much when God is in it. So all of the names that we've been talking about applies to this um, te- uh, testimony. Because God is my Adonai, my Lord and Master, he is obligated to take care of me because I belong to him, all of us. He's um, been my provider because he sees everything that go- that's going on in my life, and he's all sufficient. I had one request of the Lord recently. I Actually, it was Sunday. Sunday, I came home. I looked at my yard, and I was disgusted. Because <laughs> I'm meticulous about my yard, and I love it to be manicured. The bushes, the grass, the all of that. And it hadn't been done in two weeks. And I said, Lord, I got other stuff I need to handle, and it's not this yard. But... I'm yours, and this yard is yours, and I'm going in the house, and I'm putting that, this yard in your hands. So I, and then I left it alone. I wasn't thinking about it. So today I was sitting in my office, and somebody was knocking on the door. I said, who's knocking on my door? So I looked at the camera, and I said, okay. And I said, who is it? You know, how can I help you? And it was a young man who said, can I mow your yard for $15? I'm like, do you know how much yard I have in the back? And I went, was talking to him. He said he had his lawnmower, his gas can. And he was saying, I don't care how big it is, I will mow it, the whole thing for $15. And that right there was such a blessing because it's expensive to get a big yard mowed. And so I was like, wow. So God heard my prayer. He saw my yard. (laughs) You know, hey, he created the land, right? So he saw my yard. He knew it needed to be mowed. And that's just my testimony to how awesome God is. And he even cares about the little stuff, the stuff that may just be something minute to us, but it's, it's still, he cares about us, so he cares about the small things. That's my testimony. Amen. Amen. We are going to close. Brother Willie, you can walk up here. And I want to say this quick prayer for every single woman that's sitting in here with a yard that need to be mowed. I call forth. The ones to come forth and mow, the, mow those yards, I call forth the ones to come forth and do the weed eating and whatever else need to be done in those yards in Jesus' name. Amen. Because I'm hearing too many single women talking about a yard. <laughs> but thank God you're able to do it. But I believe God has sent help. Amen. Because God sees. He's Elroy. Amen. It's given time to let us stand. Have this bucket tonight for the offering. Thanks for watching Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries, where miracles happen. You can join us each week on Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern for church service and on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern for Bible study. For upcoming events, teachings, and ways to contact us and more, you can visit us on the web at www.mtdm.org. You can also give a donation by clicking the donation tab. God bless you, and we will see you next week.